Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Fell in love with the lifestyle. So funny. Black shades. Black shades. Nightclub. 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 Tomorrow, fuck, she don't love me. Don't love me. Lifestyle. 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 Strapped up, but I'm iced down. All white grill with the black town. She don't want to love me. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. When I asked what people would like to listen to, the word lifestyle was given. What is lifestyle? I decided to find out what the definition was. Lifestyle is the interests, opinions, behaviours and behavioural orientations of an individual, group or culture. Leaves a pretty wide scope, doesn't it? So it seems to cover everything a person or group likes to do, watch or hear. So over the next few weeks I'll try to do some informational lifestyles. Oops, good luck, eh? It's my lifestyle, it's my lifestyle. It's my lifestyle, it's my lifestyle. Hello there and welcome to Lifestyle. Today in Lifestyle we're going to be talking about some pets. Since the pandemic started, a lot of people, whether on their own, a family, a couple, or even someone feeling lonely, a pet is a good way to have company and can be very satisfying. So... Why is having pets a good idea? Good question. Pets promote both mental and physical health that can significantly improve our lives. Good words for saying they can make us feel good. And people with pets typically have lower heart rates and blood pressures than those without. A result of the additional movement owning a pet requires and the stress relief their company provides. So we're going to look into it and see what is the right thing to do, whether we can find the right pet for you or whether you're interested in getting a pet and how we go about it. So how do we find the right pet for you? I'd say goodbye to preconceived ideas. You might like the look of a particular pet, but that doesn't mean they're right for you. Think about your lifestyle. Don't impulse buy. Do your sums. You could even think about a rescue pet. You could find a reputable breeder and find your perfect match. Here are some ideas. Fish. For those who do not have a lot of free time or free space to dedicate to a pet, fish would make ideal companions. Guinea pigs. These fluffy animals are easy to care for and bring a lot of joy into the home. Birds, frogs, leopard geckos, painted turtles, corn snakes, hamsters, and that's just to mention a few. The best pets for anxiety, the most common pets for reducing anxiety are dogs and cats. And if you or your family members are allergic or don't have room for a dog or a cat, consider a pet that can live in a small cage, such as a guinea pig or a hamster. Or maybe even a couple of chooks in a pen in the backyard. There are quite a lot of different pets to look at, and you should make your mind up which suits you the best. You're listening to OCRFM. I'm John Pepin, bringing you some 
tips of lifestyle and today our lifestyle topic is pets and pets can bring so much love into your life but choosing one of course is a big decision it's something that you really should think about quite a bit bringing a new furry family member into your life is an exciting decision and no doubt you've already imagined all the cuddles walks playtime that you could have with your very cute companion but before you commit to being a pet owner it's important to think it through carefully choosing pets shouldn't be an impulse decision the average dog or cat will live for 12 to 15 years some cats have even made it to 20 so pet ownership is a long-term commitment pets are as individual as you are and different types will be more suited to you, your family, home, and again, that word, lifestyle. So I've looked up a few things, and here are a few things to consider when choosing the right pet for you. First of all, first of, all of course, you should look at your budget. Some pets will cost more to look after than others. For example, larger dogs will need more food and some breeds of dogs need regular professional grooming. Different breeds of pets may also be more prone to certain health conditions later in life. And of course, talking about big pets, if you had a horse or a pony, the feeding, the grooming, etc. for those would be much more expensive and then say for a dog or a cat. Then you should look at your lifestyle. Caring for a pet can take a a lot of your time and energy from feeding to exercise to playtime you need to be able to make time for your pet every day if you work long hours have a busy social life or travel a lot think about how much pet care you can realistically fit in will your pet be happy to entertain itself while you're at work how many times a day will you need to walk it is there someone who can help when you're away overnight or longer? Some pets are more energetic and need lots of space and outdoor time, while others will be more adaptable. Then, of course, there's your living space. The size of your home and the garden will also impact on what sort of pet you should choose. A few things to consider include how much outdoor space do you have, if you don't have a yard, can you commit to taking the dog outside every few hours? Are you allowed to keep pets at your current residence? What will happen if you move? Where will your pet go to the toilet? And that's a really good point, that one, particularly with dogs, cats, etc. Are there any safety hazards in your home you will need to remove? Different breeds have different needs and personalities. And the one that best suits your lifestyle may not be the one you originally had your heart set on. There are different breeds of dogs and cats, etc. We have all our favourite types of dogs and cats, and those cute little faces can be so hard to resist. But don't choose a breed based on looks alone. Different breeds have different needs and personalities. And the one that best suits your lifestyle may not be the one you originally had your heart set on. When you visit the shelter or breeder, ask lots of questions about your potential future pet's dietary and exercise needs. General temperament and any quirks that might be particular to their breed. Do your research 
and get all the information you need to make the best decision. The cost of adopting or buying your pet is just the start of the financial commitment you're making. There will be plenty of ongoing costs throughout your pet's life that you need to be prepared for. Think about things like food, litter, flea and worming treatments, council registration fees, grooming, toys, bedding or shelter, collars, leashes and ID tags, vaccinations, vet checkups, treatments for injuries, illness or other health conditions that might come up throughout your pet's life and even think about pet insurance. You can't get away without insurance, you know. And the cat came back the very next day. You're listening to ICRFM. I'm John Pepin bringing you Lifestyle for the Day. And today our story is on pets. When we come back, I think we should look at perhaps adopting a pet. This is OCRFM. I'm John Pepin and you're listening to Lifestyle. And today's topic is having a pet. Getting a pet. Do we want a pet? And all that sort of thing. And now it's time to have a look at a different idea. Instead of going and getting a brand new puppy or kitten or something, what about animal adoption? Are you someone who can give an animal a second chance at life? Do you have the time and attention to devote to a special animal? This is slightly different to a brand new puppy or a brand new kitten or a brand new any animal because they don't know it. But when you're talking about an adoption animal, you're talking about someone that has had either a good or a bad life beforehand. To adopt a dog or cat and receive free pet registration. Colic Otwashire Council believes in giving unwanted animals a second chance with a new home. We encourage anyone, this is what they're saying, considering a dog or cat ownership to look at providing a home for one of the unwanted dog or cats we have at Council Pound. For your generous gesture to these abandoned animals, the Council will give you the current year's registration fee. The registration year is from April to April. And a pet tag. Many of these animals are abandoned, surrendered to Councils because they are in desperate need of a loving home. They are in the pound through no fault of their own and would make perfect family pets. Your new pet is thoroughly checked. Council officers monitor abandoned animals for eight days to ensure they are suitable to be taken home as your new pet. Officers will not rehouse an animal showing aggression to humans or to other animals for that matter and will only rehouse if they believe rehousing will be successful, both for the owner and, of course, the animal. Sadly, animals which are not claimed and cannot be rehoused within a given period of time must be humanely destroyed. What do you receive for adopting an animal? Once you've decided to rehouse a special animal, officers will provide you with a rehousing information kit, which includes a vet check, free council registration and a tag for one year, a current ear microchipping tag and information for your pet, vaccination certificate, desexing certificate, animal legislation and care booklets. Costs associated with each animal varies depending on the size, age and if it's already desexed, microchipped or vaccinated. The only cost incurred by the new owner are veterinary expenses. The council makes no profit from the impounding or rehoming of dogs.
Council officers love seeing animals find a new home. They receive great satisfaction from knowing the animals receive a second chance in inviting new owners with a very rewarding companionship. Now, if you want to know more about adopting an animal, you can contact Colac Shire on 03 5232 I'm going to say that again, 03 I think now we should look at perhaps some of the different sort of animals that you can make for pets. We'll start off with cats and kittens. And cats are low maintenance. Uh, Kitties have much more self-sufficiency than other pets, particularly dogs. Cats don't need to be taken outside multiple times of a day for bathroom and exercise walks. Though cats still need love and attention just like the dogs do, they don't require quite as much interaction as dogs do. Now, which cats would make the best pets? There's quite a few, but I'll just give you a couple. Persians, Abyssinians, Burmese, Ragdoll, and of course, the Moggy. Is it good to have a cat as a pet? Owning a pet is good for your heart. Cats in particular lower your stress level, possibly since they don't require as much effort as dogs and they are quite comfortable sitting with you and lower the amount of anxiety in your life. Petting a cat has a positive calming effect. Which breed of cat is the friendliest? I would say that's probably the ragdoll because they're a laid-back cat. When such a cute name is chosen for a whole breed of cats, you know there are plenty of cuddles to be had once you welcome a ragdoll cat into your life. Then there's the Persian, that's the ultimate lap cat, and of course the Moggy, who can be all of the above, plus curious, playful, and a lot of fun. How do you pick a friendly cat? When choosing a cat, pick one that is active, inquisitive, and seeks affection and attention from people. Sometimes cats are uncomfortable in noisy or unfamiliar environments, so keep that in mind during your evaluation. An adult cat should allow handling and petting without hissing or scratching. Now, a question was asked, why would a cat lick you? One reason your cat may lick you is because it is a way of creating a social bond from an young age a cat's mother would not only lick them as a way of grooming them but also to show affection. Cats often lick other cats and even other animals to show their affection. Why do cats headbutt? That's a good question because I wondered about it myself so I looked it up. Cats can headbutt to create a colony scent. It shows that your cat trusts you enough to be up close and personal with you. Cats have scent glands all over their bodies. They use them to leave their marks on objects, including humans. Petula Clark there with cats in the window. Now let's have a look at reptiles. What is a good beginner reptile pet? There's the leopard gecko, bearded dragon, ball python, king snake, just to mention a couple. And what is the easiest lizard to keep as a pet? Well, it'd have to go with the leopard gecko, Um, which is considered by many to be the ideal lizard for beginners since they are relatively small and easy to care for. 
such as a 15 to 20 gallon tank is large enough for an adult leopard gecko and since they are nocturnal they do not need specialised UVA and UVB lighting. What is the friendliest lizard for a pet? Probably the bearded dragon. Firstly, bearded dragons are some of the most docile and friendly lizards you will ever meet. It is not unusual for particularly tame ones to feel so confident and comfortable in their owner's presence that they can fall asleep on their owner's lap. Besides their great personalities, beardies also grow to a good size. What is the best pet lizard for a kid? Bearded dragons again hit the top of the list and despite their fearsome appearance, these exotic-looking lizards are generally friendly and gentle. Then there's the leopard gecko, slower than typical geckos and lacking the sticky pads that can make escapes easy. Leopard geckos come in different colorations and marking patterns. You can also use blue-tongued skinks and crested geckos. Gary Bowman there with lizards dancing on the fence. Now let's have a look at mice and rats. Are mice good pets? Well, pet mice can be handled, but they need a gentle touch and sometimes a good deal of patience, especially if they're not very tame to begin with. Mice may not be suited to younger kids, but every child is different. They are quiet pets, but they also have a short lifespan of one to two years, which can be tough for the young child. What do you need for pet mice? Essential equipment to keep healthy pet mice, you'll need to enclose a secure mouse carrier, food dishes, water dish or drip bottle, toys, bedding, an exercise wheel and a hidey hole for resting in. If you live in a warm area and most of Australia counts as warm, the enclosures need to be well ventilated. How much does a pet mice cost? Well, yeah, purchasing your mouse, mice are one of the most affordable pets costing between 5 to 10 bucks. Most pet stores carry them. Look for a pet store or breeder that separates males and females at a young age. Mice can reproduce at about 6 to 8 weeks of age, although this is very stressful on the female and it's definitely not recommended. Are rats good pets? Rats can learn many tricks just like dogs. But even these bumbling blockhead rats are affectionate and make adorable loving pets. Rats may make great pets for both children and the adult. Because they are nocturnal animals, they are happy to sleep during the day while their owner is at work or even at school. Are rats low-maintenance pets? Thankfully, rats are very hardy pets. They may not like that their attention may die off while you pick up a second job over the holiday season or go away for a vacation. However, they will be able to fully entertain themselves with a cage mate and plenty of stimulating toys. The lifespan of a rat depends on whether they are kept healthy in captivity as a family pet and these can live up to four years. Troy Casadale and Jimmy Barnes there with a bird on a wire. And, of course, that might tell you what we're doing right now. You're listening to Lifestyle. I'm John Pepin on OCRFM, and we're going to continue on with looking at some different types of pets, and I'm sure by now you know which type of pet we're going to do next, and that's birds. And, of course, the obvious question, are birds a good pet? Fortunately, birds are quite intelligent creatures and make wonderful pets. It is certainly true that some birds are smarter than others, 
but that statement can actually be true for any animal. Their solid intelligence is one reason birds make great pets. Birds are low maintenance and easy to take care of. What is the best bird for a first-time owner? Well, that's always the question that is asked, and budgies, also known as budgerigars and parakeets, are a very popular pet bird. They are a great choice for new bird owners or families with children. They are small, quiet, friendly, and easy to care for. They are also more affordable than other pet birds, and they have such a wide variety of colour. Cockatiels are also one of the most popular pets in the market at the moment. There's peach-faced lovebirds. They're great too and lovely to look at in the cage. Canaries are lovely, especially if you get yourself a good whistler. And finches, there are quite a lot of varieties and some are very colourful. And how do you choose a cage for your bird? Well, you make sure your bird's cage is large enough to give him plenty of room to fly, jump and or climb. And if you're going to have an aviary, then ensure it is secure so that other animals can't get in and they also need areas of cover in nasty weather time. Flanagan and Alan there with Run Rabbit, Run, Run, Run. And what a good idea. Now, of course, we're going to be talking about rabbits and they make wonderful indoor pets. They are adorable and brimming with personality. You'll have to make sure the rabbit has a place to relax by himself, but make sure it's not completely secluded from the family. Rabbits need social interaction, plenty of exercise and a lot of enrichment activities. Do rabbits like to be cuddled? Most rabbits love to be cuddled and stroked when approached in the right way. Few like being held or carried as being so high up from the ground makes them feel insecure However, many will happily sit on your lap or snuggle up next to you for a cuddle. Avoid disturbing your rabbit when it is sleeping. Do rabbits smell as pets? But don't rabbits smell bad? No, they don't. Rabbits themselves are very, very clean animals with odourless fur and they fastidiously groom themselves all day. Only the urine smells, so as long as you keep their living area clean spot clean few every day and a full clean out once a week you shouldn't have a problem and do rabbits poop everywhere yeah rabbits can be litter trained did you know that in the wild rabbits will use only one spot as a toilet as leaving poops everywhere will let predators know there are rabbits around most rabbits will poop in the same place if you provide them with the toilet in a safe place and what should i look for in a rabbit hutch The minimum size is three hops along and two hops wide. Of course, the bigger the cage, the better it will be for your rabbit. Make sure your rabbit has space for food, water, a litter box and toys. He will need things to do and eat and drink in his cage. He never tells me that. Dogs are domesticated mammals, not natural wild animals. They were originally bred from wolves. Today, some dogs are used as pets. Others are used to help humans do their work. They are popular pets because they are usually playful, friendly, loyal and listen to humans. Is it a good pet? Dogs are more than just cuddly companions. Research continues to show that pets bring real health benefits to their owners. Having a dog around can lead to a lower level of stress for both adults and kids. 
They've been found to decrease the risk of asthma in children, have been linked to lower blood pressure as well. They are loyal to their owners, playful and affectionate, and they can also serve well as guards for people and property. However, there are also some disadvantages to owning a canine companion. Dogs can bring with them odours, hair, fleas and chew marks, all of which are undesirable. Is it cruel to keep a dog indoors all day? If you're home all day, let your dog have short but frequent outdoor breaks. If your pet is alone for hours at a time, longer walks and play sessions help to keep his weight under control and improve your loving bond. That said, some health or environmental factors warrant keeping a dog indoors, at least temporarily. And what is the least smelly dog? Well, a Bazenji. The Bazenji is one of the cleanest dogs that produces little to no odour due to its short coat and it does not trap any smells. Also, Bazenjis can't bark. Then there's the Bichon Frise, Poodle, Dalmatian, Schnauzer and lots, lots more. Why do dogs lick you? Dogs also lick because they like to taste an owner's salty skin and out of habit. Mostly with domestic dogs, it's a sign of affection. Licking leases pleasurable endorphins, which gives dogs a feeling of comfort and pleasure, like the feeling people get when they are biting their nails. It relieves stress. Is it okay to leave my dog in the backyard? Leaving a dog unattended in the yard is generally considered safe if it's for brief periods of time. However, every dog is different and some dogs may have intense anxiety about being left alone. This can lead to the undesirable behaviour issues like digging, chewing, fighting the fence and incessant barking. How often should I give my dog a bath? While there's no exact science that will apply to every single dog, it is generally advised that you should do so once every three months at least, although it's not uncommon to wash your dog up to once a week, provided that you're using a gentle shampoo and you're not over-cleaning your dog. Are dog houses cruel? People keep outside dogs with or without dog houses. It can be fine depending on the weather and how much attention the dogs are getting. A dog house is essentially a shelter for a dog from rain and cold weather, so there's nothing inherently wrong with having one for the dog. Well, time's almost up now for Lifestyle Today, and next week we'll continue on with a little bit more of this. Rosemary Goodall is going to give us some indication on vaccination and uh, some toys for kittens and cats, and we'll look at fish as well. Bye now. I'm at the top of the green.